Hello and welcome to Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. I'm your host, Michael, and with me is Dr. Jared Hill, chiropractor, owner, and CEO of Hill Family Chiropractic. Hello, Dr. Hill. Hello, hello. We Here we are again, doing it again. What do you got going on this week that you're excited about? Well, um, yeah, we're, we're getting ramped up, ready for our October fitness challenge and uh, really excited you know we have our fitness studio that's part of our uh, chiropractic office and it's been a lot of fun as patients are getting more engaged with that and helping to take them from not exercising and then into exercising some of them rehabbing injuries to just needing to get back into shape or lose weight or whatever it is but we have um, we've partnered with my zone and it helps uh, track heart rate and it looks at how much effort they're putting in and it just helps us to regulate their exercises better or our trainers to help them with that. And so um, we've got a lot of good classes and coaches in place. And now we're getting ready to uh, just uh, launch and kind of let more of the community know what's available. And so we're having this October fitness challenge. And it's going to have with some prizes and all kinds of fun stuff with uh, massage and gift cards and That's awesome. shirts. And, yeah. Yeah. And as you're listening to this or watching, you you will still be eligible if you're listening release yeah. week. We're releasing the Monday before October starts. There you so go. The 1st of October is when this thing launches. So if you're listening or watching, you can still contact our office today. Uh, you can go to hillfamilychiropractic.com slash fitness to learn about all of that. And uh, we're going we're gonna to get rolling on that 1st of October. Yeah, several fun. different uh, ways you can win in, in a nutshell is every single person can win. Yeah. Uh, so there's not just, there's going to be three big winners, but there's, everybody can win if they reach a certain map and things like that. So anyway, check it out. It'll be fun. Yeah. Be and if you don't know what my zone is, if you don't know any of that, that that's all again, hillfamilychiropractic.com slash fitness. There's a lot of answers for you there. It's pretty, pretty interesting stuff. And uh, I'm enjoying it and I'm not the, I'm not the fitness guy, but I do You're enjoy becoming the I'm, fitness I'm guy. getting there yeah, because, because yeah. this my zone thing is helping that happen. So it's great. That's good. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're real excited about that. Got a lot of exciting stuff happening here, but I'm really excited about, our, about this episode today. We're continuing our conversation about the Better Results Faster class, how to get better results faster. It's something we take new patients through all the time, and maybe you've been a patient for a while and you just need a refresher. Maybe you are new and you couldn't make it to the class, or maybe we had somebody in the class just this last week who had been to it before. And what did she say to you after well, the class? She was just saying how... Um she, her husband wasn't able to, able to make it the first time. So, yeah. uh, she brought her husband and then she was just talking about how awesome it was and how she learned so much more the second time than she yeah. did the first time. And, um, so yeah. anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of ever changing. We want to make sure it's updated and fresh and, but, uh, it's hard to, um, forget those, those key right. principles. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is because now once this is released and it's out there, it's available and you can go check it out and, and all these episodes are pieces of this class that you do. But we dig in, are able to dig in even deeper than you are in a one-hour session, a one-hour class. So it's pretty exciting. And so to, the question we're asking today is kind of the first question you ask in this class. And it's, are Americans healthy? We're going to ask, ask that question and answer it. We're going to say, how do we know if we're healthy? And is our body designed to be healthy and to heal itself? Those are the questions we're going to discuss today. And so I'm just going to start off with the first question, are Americans healthy? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, everybody has their opinion on that, but uh, <laughs> but I would say when I asked that question in the workshop, uh, hands down, everybody's like, no, yeah. Americans are not healthy, and it's pretty obvious when we look around. Um, but uh, I mean, even if you just look at the stats, even before COVID and all the other stuff that's been going on, 
Um, unfortunately, the health of America has been on a decline. And yeah. what I mean by that, we have amazing breakthroughs medically and with different surgical procedures and so on and so forth. And that's fantastic. But again, all of a sudden, uh, but you still have um, different diseases just continually progressing, getting worse and worse. And yeah. um, that's a sad thing to happen. And it's even getting younger and younger. I mean, you look at heart disease and cancer and obesity and, and diabetes, it's just continually happening uh, sooner and younger. Yeah. And, and you see, you know, you see emergency care and that sort of stuff being more, you know, less people dying from accidents and things like that possibly, you bet. but then overall health, you know, do you, um, do you know any, any numbers, anything like that? Like what are, what are, what really is the big things that, are, that cause these deaths or just severe disease in people these days? Oh my gosh. In, well, I mean, there's so many different, uh, yeah. stats with that. Uh, so, I mean, when, when you look at, we have to really get to the underlying cause. And that's really what with this workshop or this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we'll be talking about is breaking it down because there's so many avenues that cause variations of different types of diseases, which we like to call um, body signals, um, where the body starts breaking down and it starts not working or functioning the way it's supposed to. It can start causing all kinds of different symptoms, whether it's cancer or heart disease or just headaches or nocytic nerve pain, meaning when the body starts breaking down, not working right. We call those body signals, and we can label it into different disease names. Um, and there's a, there's a multitude of different uh, things that can cause that. And actually, through the workshop, we'll little by little be breaking down what causes those things. And the thing about it is, the research does show that 95 to 90 percent of that is caused from uh, things preventable, like our lifestyle. Yeah. So we can take hope knowing that once we understand how the body works and take better care of it, then it can prevent uh, a lot of things, right? And that's, that's really where um, there may be certain, certain situations and circumstances that, that you can't control, but there is a lot of things that you can and really um, that's what we'll focus on. Great. Okay, so what do most people base their health on? How do they know that they're healthy or not healthy most of the time? Well, when I ask that workshop at the workshop, I talk about, and I'll have everybody finish that, right? Like, hey, uh, most people base their health on, and uh, the number one answer is what? How they feel. How they feel, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, which is, it's really common. You know, as long as we can keep doing what we want to do and we feel pretty good doing it, we have a tendency to think we're healthy, which, yeah. you know, I mean, that makes sense for most people. But then I'll ask the question, well, what does diabetes feel like on the early stages, Right. So unfortunately, sometimes by the time they find out they've got diabetes, they've had multiple health issues because of it, whether mm. it's they are going blind or they have neuropathy or whatever. Mm. I mean, same thing with cancer. By the time someone feels they have cancer, how long, how many years, how long has that been building up and potentially spreading in their body before they actually feel it? So we can go on and on with every chronic condition and heart disease. And um, so we come to the conclusion that know how we feel is not a good measuring stick of how healthy we are, right? Yeah. And um, so we have to have a, a different way to measure that. Okay. So we, we have to have a different way. Um, and if, if, if n- how we feel isn't reliable, right? Because like you said, sometimes it's too late by the time you feel something. What is something that is reliable? What are things that you can do to decide, am I healthy or not? Right. And so you think about in the most of the medical field, there's different scans and blood work and things like that and blood pressure and cholesterol and all the things which have, are good markers to look to see if the body is not working right. And, but unfortunately, a lot of times still, by the time it shows up in a lot of those tests, 
it can uh, problems can be going on for quite a while before it actually starts showing up in yeah. the blood and those things. So um, we have to really go back to what is the true definition of of health. And so sure. if you break down um, uh, the definition in different forms of Webster or wherever, it really comes down to your body, how your body is functioning, not gotcha. just how you're feeling. Okay. Not nearly, uh, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity, but really how your body is functioning, not only physically, but also socially, emotionally, and I would add in there spiritually. You know, there's, uh, so when we look at health and we look at function and we look at it from several different spokes, like on a wheel, and uh, making sure that those are all, because they all interconnect and they work together. Yeah, okay. So, so it's almost like the, it's almost like your, your, uh, your body's designed to function and work a certain way, and health means it's functioning the way it's designed to function. And lack of health would be, you know, you need an oil change or you need like a transmission fluid or something. Yeah. Because it's just not functioning the way it's supposed to. Yeah, because like we said, most people base their health on how they feel. Right. And so we have a lot of people that are living life busy and crazy and trying to do the things they can and they think that they should. And then um, they have this sense of uh, we call false wellness, which means mm-hmm. that they're kind of in this comfort zone and they may be heading their health is on a decline and they may not even really feel it quite yet or know it. Until all of a sudden one day there's this symptom that happens, right? Or this thing that starts to occur or they find a, something in a test. And by then, unfortunately, it's many times have been going on for years for a lot of people to get to that level. So in our office, what we do is we have tests and things to evaluate how the body is actually functioning. So gotcha. um, one of the things is um, uh, we have the state-of-the-art technology. It's called a subluxation station, and it evaluates how the nervous system is functioning. And what I mean by that is uh, when we think about the nervous system, it, just to break it down, is the, the, the brain controls everything in your body, right? Yeah. And so you've got to be able to uh, have the proper messaging from the brain to your body. And uh, the technology helps to assess and look and measure how is there inflammation, is there interferences in that, that messaging system. And so if the, the central nervous system, you break it down into three different categories. You have the motor, the autonomic, and then you also have the sensory. The sensory nerves, it makes up 10%, and that's the one everybody's aware of, and that's the one that makes, tells us how we feel. Okay. That's why we can have a gallbladder that's not functioning well and then it finally gets to a point where it starts to shut down and at, oh man, they go in for a gallbladder attack and it's functioning at 30, 40%. It didn't happen just all of a sudden instantly. It finally got to a point where it actually started causing symptoms. So the technology helps us to measure the other 90%, the nerves controlling okay. the muscles and the organs and so forth. Got it. So, so, so if we're measuring these, these factors, including your nervous system, and you're measuring those factors to kind of test the remainder of the of the the measurements you can have of of health beyond how you feel Um, so we measure that we see hey you're not healthy what what then is your can your body heal itself like is that something that your body does on its own is that something it needs medication to do like how does that you know how does that come into play because a lot of time the answer is i have a headache i need ibuprofen right i have a headache because i didn't take ibuprofen today or whatever it might be so but but truthfully honestly What's our body designed to do in that situation? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, that, that's where we look at, you know, like you said, I mean, we get a cut, 
sometimes we think, is it the Band-Aid or the Neosporin that's healing it up, or is yeah. it our body? Our body, um, our body is designed to heal and repair itself. I mean, we learn in grade school that the human body is a self-healing and self-regulating organism. So it's it's a fact that the human body is heals and then repairs itself. Sure. And but I like to give the example of if that's true, then why is the hospital full of people not healing and repairing? Good question. I mean, and so we ha- it helps to kind of make because everybody. Everybody in the workshops that are always like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely the body heals itself. But then, then why isn't your body healing and, re- and repairing the way it's supposed to? Why is all the people in the hospital and so forth? So we have to break it down. Yes, our body is designed to heal itself. But unfortunately, there's things that can interfere with how our body is designed and created to heal itself. Mm. And for example, if I have a cut in my arm, uh, um, automatically, what does it want to do? It wants to heal. Yeah, naturally. I don't have to tell it what to do. It yeah. just, you know, the... The intelligence that we're born with, uh, amazing intelligence, you know, we're fearfully and wonderfully made with this power to be able to heal and repair with this intelligence inside of us, and it wants to heal and knit that up automatically. But what if there's a splinter or something stuck inside there deep? What could happen to that? It gets infected normally. Yeah, it, it yeah. could get infected, and then if that infection is not taken care of, it could get to the point where it gets septic, mm. run through my body, yeah. and kill me. Sure. And so then it's like, well, did my body lose the ability to heal? Uh, I don't think so, no. Well, exactly. It didn't lose the ability. It just was being interfered with, right? So we remove the splinter, and then what happens? Then it starts the process of healing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wants to heal. You remove the interference. So that's what, in our our office, if there's, I mean, as I always think about, if there's one thing that someone can get out of uh, this understanding how the body works is how amazing our body is designed and created to heal and repair itself. So then if we start looking at the choices we make on a daily basis or the things that have happened to us in the past or the things that are going on to us today, that can interfere. It can either promote health and healing and work with our body or it can work against us to start interfering with it, kind of like that splinter. And so in our office, all we're trying to do, we're not putting any more healing in someone's body. It's all, mm. all it's trying to identify where are the splinters and what can we do to remove those so gotcha. that way we can uh, allow that person's body to heal and repair the way it's created and designed. Yeah, and saying it that way, you know, the way it's created and designed, like, I like the, the phrase I hear you say, a body is an intelligent system. It's, it's designed to be intelligent. Um, and, and you've kind of hinted, hinted at this and, and kind of touched on it a little bit already, but really just digging in a little bit, how, how is that our body intelligent in that way? Yeah, I mean, um, so much to where they're continually discovering it. You know, anytime yeah. they ever start to uh, think they know um, how everything and find everything, they're all of a sudden discovering a whole other cell and uh, <laughs> like glial cells of, of just like thinking that they're just this this extra matter in our body, and then they find out it's such a critical critical element of communication within our body to help our body to to function. I mean, like the the um, the intelligence is so amazing, you know, in a, in an eye or our body or our organ that everything is intricately made and designed and created to work together in harmony. Yeah. And, um, so one thing I love is just the element of, um, how, how important everything does work together. Meaning like, uh, the, the communication of the body, meaning like if it, if, if it, kind of the analogies, if you break a branch from the tree, then what happens to the fruit on the end of the, the tree or the branch? It will die. It'll die. So if yeah. you think about the brain is sending those messages in, in uh, like a feedback loop system through our nervous system, which branches out through our arms and our legs and to all of our organs and glands. And that central nervous system controls 100% of every organ 
gland tissue cell in the body. So um, if there's, there's things that can interfere with that communication and not allow the body to heal and repair. And so uh, that, that's really where it comes down to is when I think about someone's health, well, one example, as I, I like to ask the question is, um, what's the system that controls in, in, in how healthy you are? And w- what do you think most people would say? The immune system. Immune system, yeah. Because it, that's critical in controlling the overall health of our body, right? I, yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. But you can have your immune organs functioning and the ability to work really great. But what's the system that controls and tells the immune system what to do? That would be the nervous system. The nervous system. Yeah. Well, of course, you, you know this stuff. So <laughs> I hear it every <laughs> other week. <laughs> but the, yeah, exactly. The central nervous system is what controls and coordinates how well the immune system and the cardiovascular system, digestive system, all the other systems are working and working together in harmony. So that's where you can have someone's body where they can have an overactive immune system where you have a lowered immune system. Uh-huh. And we try to fix it a lot of times with uh, out, outside in rather than like, hey, if I sure. take more of this or do this, and sometimes that can help, right? But is it really solving the issue of why isn't the body regulating how well that immune system is functioning, whether it's, it's high or low? Same thing with blood pressure, right? Sure. So to give a quick example of that. I was just thinking of this example, hoping you'd use it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, uh, this is a common one, of course. We know that medication can save lives and it can be uh, brilliant for people, right? But sometimes we can have someone that has a high blood pressure and they go in and they get a lowering blood pressure medication and the medication does exactly what it's designed to do and it lowers that blood pressure in its perfect zone. And we think, all right, great. Everything's perfect. Everything's works great. But the question is, that, did that medication solve the reason why the person had high blood pressure in the first place? don't think it did no yeah i mean yeah i mean it's just like so that there's a that's like a body signal of saying hey something's not quite right and if we don't address the why or the underlying issue then that can cause major issues and i give example of like my check engine light if it if it goes on in my truck and i get sick and tired of it i take my mechanic and i say hey can you help me out with this check engine lights bothering me and they're like yeah no problem they put a piece of tape over it we would look at the mechanic like he's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, but what are we doing when we are, our check engine light in our body starts having a signal and it's not working right, whether it's reflux or a sciatic nerve pain or digestive disorder or sleep or uh, you name it. I mean, all these different things that start going on with our body and we go and we take something to remove the symptom, but if it doesn't correct why the person's body is in that condition, then how is that different? Yeah. I mean, eventually, it may be great for a while. Like, hey, great, I don't see any of that tape was over top of the, the check engine light. I think everything's great. And then how many miles is it going to be where before I'm on the side of the road with my yeah. engine smoking? Right. And, yeah. and so my point from that is that uh, we have to just make sure we're getting to the underlying cause and look to what controls our overall health first and foremost, which is your central nervous system, which controls all the other aspects. So when I think about overall health, and function and what drives that that is one key element that i would first start with okay good so so that so that would be our the intelligence of our bodies designed to heal itself but but unfortunately somehow we've got this idea well i don't i know why because we base our, how we because we base whether or not we think we're healthy on how we feel we think that once we handle take care of the how we feel part then we're healthy. 
Yeah. 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 That that's what the the misconception or the misbelief sure. is in our society, and and unfortunately, that's why some research shows that the United States takes up to seventy five percent of all medication developed in the world. Hmm. We we spend more than twice as much on our healthcare system than any other country, but yet um, we are. When we, when we look at the, um, the how we're ranked with our overall health compared to other countries, it's typically between 38th to 40th hmm. um, in the world. And, and so if you think about, um, again, medication and medicine can save lives, but are we just running to that without really making changes yeah. we may need to be making to take better care of ourselves? So that's the question is, because if you look at... Um, our world total population, let's say it's estimated around 5% of the total population is uh, of the world, 5% of that would be making up America, and we're taking around 75% of all medication developed, that's, there's, there's a problem with that, right? Yeah. Um, so that's where we, uh, one of our goals is to help people start to understand, you know, hey, are we listening to the body and really taking care of it the way it's designed and created to be taken care of? Or are we uh, just trying to um, you know, just mask the problem, right? Or, yeah. or just, just uh, put a temporary element on there or make it feel better at the time. Yeah, I think, I think uh, it's interesting because uh, I'm, I'm this analytical in the way that I'm going to go all the way back to like the root of why do we think these things that we think? And I think one of the places it comes from too is how busy we all are, right? Like as long as I can not feel bad so I can do all the stuff I have to do, why am I going to worry about whether or not I'm actually healthy, right? Yeah. And that's another thing that, like you said, that our society has gotten into this acceptance of hectic, busy life that the goal is removing the interference to our lives instead of removing the interference to our health, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I hear that very clearly with what you're saying. And, and, uh, and, I, think, and I think we're going to move into some more solutions uh, as we go through more episodes of this podcast. Um, but would you say that that the the busyness and just the hectic nature of our lives is something that plays a part in all this? Oh man, it's, yeah, it's critical. I fall into that trap myself. Sure. You know, uh, family and running a business and all the things that come with that, and and uh, knowing and just having a, a pretty good understanding of overall health and wellness and what it takes. I still make not very good choices uh, <laughs> based on and for convenience, right? Right. Right. Because of just trying to keep up with life sometimes, and I get yeah. it. I understand, and that's where we have to start building structure and rhythms in our lives to help protect that. Otherwise, when we start not putting our health as a priority, unfortunately, we wake up one day where our body makes us make it a priority. And at yeah. that point, um, we have to dig ourselves out of a hole. And our, our goal is to try to catch people before that point yeah. and uh, help them really evaluate what's the path they're on you know, by being able to measure and look at the path that they're going and what can we do to, to shift and change that path. So that way you, they don't end up with that diagnosis uh, and then try right. to dig our way out of that. Right. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And, and I, think, I think it's really useful to, to see, I think perspective is everything, right? And seeing this in a way that clears up for us the, the overall principle of why we are not as healthy as we want to think we are as a country, right? So that we can now be ready to hear well, then what does healthy look like and what can we do to be healthy? And you think we're going to just say, get an adjustment, <laughs> but there's so much more coming um, that's going to be helpful and useful. So thank you so much for your time today uh, to, to go over this and kind of set the stage for what we're going to talk about in future episodes. 
um, last week hearing just kind of your story and where you came from, and this week jumping into this. Um, I, I just want to say that if you're listening or watching and you have questions for us and you want to uh, ask anything in particular about what we heard, what you heard today or anything like that. Probably don't want to ask us in an email like, "Hey, here's the problems I have. Why don't you diagnose me on the <laughs> on the podcast?" That's that's probably not going to happen. But you know, anything about what you've heard today in the podcast, you can email us at info at hillfamilychiropractic dot com. That's info at hillfamilychiropractic dot com, or comment on these videos on YouTube or Facebook if you're watching the videos. You bet. Because we want to we want to talk to some people and answer some yeah, questions. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah. we're here to help um, you as much as we can. So, I mean, whatever we can do. Yeah, absolutely. So, thank you again, Dr. Hill. You bet. And I'll just do the little closing wrap-up here for everybody. You going to wrap? I'm just, well, no, I'm not going to wrap. Oh, okay. I said wrap up. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, on the next episode, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about... Um, uh, we're going to talk about the system in your body that keeps you healthy. We're going to dig deeper into that conversation. and. Um, and so I just want to um, point you guys to that episode when it comes out. It'll be out a week from this one. Awesome. That's the plan. So thank you for listening to Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It should be published uh, on any of the places you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google, Android, all the different places, uh, include in Podbean, all the different places you could check it out. You could also visit hillfamilychiropractic.com slash podcast. It's going to be live there as well. So any places, or you can watch us Watch us if you want to see our faces while we talk. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube or the Hill Family Chiropractic Facebook page. And um, tell your friends about the show. Let them know that uh, you're learning how to be healthy and stronger, healthier, happier. And we will see you next time. Thank you. 